You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Folks, I have something very important to say. And so before I get started in saying it, I am going to ask. If you do not want to be caught off guard, please do not skip this introduction. You know, at Brian Ministries, we are continuing to expand and to grow, to transition, to serve more and more people around the world. And uh, we're so happy about that. Uh, Not only that, but as many of you know, my wife and I are expecting, and we are expecting within the next few weeks, transition is in the air. And as I am realizing, transition is coming in more than one way. Now, at Bride Ministries, we are always seeking to keep pace with the Lord, what he is doing, what he is gracing, and, and, and frankly, asking ourselves, where is the glory right now? And uh, we seek counsel, prophetic insight um, from outside parties and inside parties. And uh, we are always seeking the Lord uh, as a team, holistically. You know, I'm not the only person involved in making bride ministries happen, believe it or not. And so uh, with that said, you know, we are undergoing a major transition at the end of this month, and it will affect you directly. And that transition has to do with this very podcast. In fact, we are, and this is not a joke, going to be pressing pause on the podcast for some time. I know that in hearing this, some of you may be sad, shocked, appalled, angry. Um, Please don't send us any emails in that condition. Uh, (laughs) Hear me out first, and then you can uh, fully decide how you feel. This podcast is is, is a a staple of Bride Ministries. We've been running this since 2012, if you can imagine. That's when this podcast launched. And so we're, we're, we're going on 10 years of podcasting. And um, I will tell you, this isn't the first time we've pressed pause on the podcast either. As a matter of fact, we pressed pause on this podcast in 2014 when I was pulled to work with another ministry for a season. And um, then we started it back up. Of course, that affected a whole lot less people since we have become quite popular. But there is a time and a season under heaven for everything. Uh, Bride Ministries is not pressing pause, guys. Uh, But the podcast is going on pause for a season. And so what am I telling you? I'm telling you that God is in the process of changing the the dynamic of Bride Ministries. Um, Number one, uh, we are an equipping center. And... Training and equipping are coming to the forefront of what Bride Ministries is all about, what uh, myself, Daniel Duvall, is all about. Uh, We are focusing also on building the local outreach here in Houston, uh, running the online church element of that, and uh, running our classes that are based on our institute that 
train people. We are continuing all of our other exploits. You know, the only thing that's pressing pause is this podcast where we're going to continue training folks in the DID Coach Mentorship Program, taking applications for next year's DID Coach Mentorship Training. If you want more teaching, training, more Dan Duvall, all you have to do is come to church, which streams live every evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sundays, or get the app where you can get all of our most recent sermons downloaded for free. That's going to continue, but this podcast is going on hold, and that's, that's, that's the Lord's direction. So what this means is that this month will be the last month for a period of time that you will be getting this podcast updating in your uh, feed. And when this podcast comes back, because it will, uh, it may look a little different. Um, and we do plan to expand because we're always expanding. And you can expect that what we started, which was to differentiate the podcast, add Todd Talks, do Christian business um, podcasts and so forth, is going to be more fully fleshed out when we re-engage this channel in the future. And so don't think we don't love you. Don't think we don't care about you. And don't think we don't want you to connect with us because we do. Just connect with us where we're streaming, which is at church on our app um, and through our trainings, through our groups connected to our church and, and so on and so forth. So that is the major update. You will have this podcast. We'll be doing another podcast at the uh, end of the month as well, um, talking about transitions more thoroughly. Uh, for now... I'm going to stop and just say thank you to those of you that have continued to support us financially. Um, we are still working towards everything we said we are building, including survivor housing. And um, we are here in Houston believing God for the extraordinary. So thank you, financial supporters, for believing with us, um, for showing up, for sowing your seed. You are sowing into good ground, I promise you. Uh, the kingdom of God is being built at Bride Ministries and will continue to be built here long into the future so with that said don't go anywhere we'll be right back with the podcast on the other side Good evening, friends, and welcome to another episode of Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. I am so excited to be hanging out with you all tonight, and we are going to be having a tough conversation today, and it is because the subject matter is deep. We're talking tonight about abortion, and no, I don't have a guest. This is just Dan Duvall, just good old Dan Duvall talking to you. You know, I work with a lot of people that have been through all kinds of trauma. And if there's one thing I have learned from Jesus, there isn't a single part of you that Jesus doesn't love. And it truly doesn't matter what you've done. We are saved by grace through faith, not because of what we've done, but because of who he is. 
Jesus is full of mercy and grace. And so as we are getting into tonight's conversation, please understand that I am coming to the table from a place of grace and truth, uh, not to put shame and condemnation on anyone, because you know what? Let's be real. There are those of you that have been listening to us for some time, or maybe you're listening to me for the first time right now. You have no idea who is Dan Duvall, right? Um, But you had an abortion. And maybe someone has shared this video with you, or maybe, you know, you're just a regular listener and you're like, oh, here we go. Um, Whatever that connect point is, if you have had an abortion, understand my whole purpose for this podcast is to get people set free, to get wombs healed, and to bring correction to the destruction that the enemy has brought in. Now, that said, abortion is a major problem affecting what I believe to be the health of our nation and the health of our women. Thanks to the pro-choice movement in America, abortion is accepted by the medical community and thought police as reasonable procedure. It's advocated for. Frankly, it is legally enforced. Thank you, Roe versus Wade. And you know, there is a, a long history and a lot of controversy even surrounding Roe versus Wade, but here we are at 2021 and nothing's changed on the legal front. Now, the good news is if you look at the statistics, uh, abortion rates have been declining overall, at least in the United States in recent years. And, you know, I, I, I can only attest this to the fact that so many believers are standing up and praying into the issue. But here's the thing, right? Okay, it's fantastic that uh, uh, abortion rates are declining. Um, it's, it, it's fantastic that more and more people are awakening and saying, we're not going to stand for it. We are not okay with abortion. But no matter how much of this activity goes on, if no one stands up, and shows the way to healing for those that have gone through past abortions, um, there's still an epidemic. There's an epidemic of bondage and, and, and pain. And in working with people all over the world, I'm going to say this, I get to know firsthand the things that cause deep bondages and afflictions. I am constantly called upon to help people get set free of all manner of spiritual afflictions and issues. And, you know, starting there, let's, let's, let's just go through some of the things that I've actually been able to map personally, right? This isn't a list that I looked up anywhere, um, but I'm going to give you a list of symptoms that I've witnessed uh, come under the corrective power of Jesus Christ as people are getting delivered from past abortions. When when, when Jesus is healing and delivering the wombs of women that, that have subjected themselves to abortion procedures, there are all kinds of things that get fixed. Would you like to know? Well, good, because I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, Shame, depression, anxiety, difficulty in conceiving children, 
difficulty in carrying children to full term, low self-esteem, inclination to sleep around. Uh, deliverance happens from the spirits of murder and death. There is freedom we've mapped from Molech, which we'll talk about in a minute. There will be restoration of joy. There will even be alleviation of pain, particularly in the lower back and female organs, among other things. See, as, as we work to get people specifically delivered in the area of the womb, um, as we go through protocols for getting people healed from abortions in the past, all of these areas we have mapped change in. So while I am not a medical doctor, as a minister and pastor, I can say with a great deal of conviction that in my experience, abortion is linked to shame, depression, anxiety, difficulty in conceiving children, difficulty in carrying children to full term, low self-esteem, inclination to sleep around, deliverance from the um, the spirits of murder and death and um, the lack of joy in addition to pain in the lower back and female organs. I, I, I mean, you know, this is not something that the, the medical community is endorsing. And I'm going to go ahead and say that right up front. This is Dan Duvall. This is just me and my observations. But I will tell you, I am on the front lines with people day in and day out, and have been for years and years. And we have been successful enough at getting people set free from all manner of bondage and, and um, crises and, 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 and brokenness that, well, you know, our platform has come to a place of respect, at least in some circles. Look, as we get into this conversation, we need to explore I would say more ancient uh, 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 practices around infant sacrifice, because, you know, Molech finds a way to tie himself into the lives of people who have committed abortions. It's, it's, it's interesting, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be talking to someone, I'll say, well, have you had an abortion? Yes. Holy Ghost, does this person have a bondage to Moloch? You know, and they'll be like, oh, oh, yes. I'm getting a yes, you know, because this entity feeds on the blood of the innocent. And, you know, there's such an interesting correlation with Moloch. And if you listen to the podcast a few weeks ago, we actually re-aired a uh, Bride Ministries church service called Overcoming Shame, um, where we got into a little bit of this. This will be a brief review. Moloch was the chief god of the Phoenicians and Canaanites. He is also mentioned as the god of the Ammonites. And human sacrifices were offered to him, and they were mainly firstborn children. And when you look at the history around Moloch, what, what would happen is the victims were slowly burned to death in the outstretched arms of the, his idol. So they would like um, hollow out the metal arms, and then they would put whatever to heat the metal arms from the inside, and then they'd put the children on and, and, and literally uh, grill them alive. It, it's horrible, horrible, terrible history. And, uh, you know, Molech has a whole relationship with the Israelites, 
you know, under Solomon, as he was descending into rebellion, he builds a high place for Molech. Um, and in 1 Kings eleven seven, it says, then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and on the hill that is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon. Um, this particular uh, 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 idol or, you know, um, statue was torn down by Josiah during his reform in the book of 2 Kings. Now, the offering of children to Molech is blasphemy, and it is really a counterfeit first fruits offering for those that have, you know, done their studies of, you know, uh, the sacrifices of God in, 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 in the Torah. It's a counterfeit first fruits. You know, the, the first from the womb, the Bible actually calls holy. <laughs> and, and so you're, you're taking what is holy and blaspheming God by doing the profane. So instead of looking to God who provides us as Jesus, as his first fruits offering, who takes away the sin of the world, Molech takes the firstborn of the children of God. Now, the name Molech is derived from two words historically, one being Melech and the other being Bosheth. And it's so interesting between Melech means king and Bosheth means shame. So in other words, Molech is derived from two words that essentially mean king of shame. And so guess what? Shame comes upon a person when they offer up their child as human sacrifice. So even if, I mean, this is a spiritual principle, even if you don't know better and you are deceived into thinking that abortion is okay, it's not actually a child, it's just a clump of cells, it doesn't stop the spiritual transactions from taking place. That abortive procedure is a trading floor for shame to enter in. And abortion is an act of infant sacrifice, right? So you are interacting with the king of shame. And so, so many people that uh, undergo abortions, they, they come under shame. As a matter of fact, the shame is so big. For some people, they won't tell family, they won't tell friends, they won't tell teachers or pastors. They just, you know, they, 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 they are ashamed maybe because they got pregnant out of wedlock or whatever the situation is. Um, then they go and get an abortion, and they feel worse. And, you know, shame leads to things like depression and anxiety and low self-esteem. So, so let's continue exploring the subject of abortion because, you know, Dan Duvall, you said, right? Um, a, a, a fetus, a, a, a child in the womb that is under a certain number of months is alive, is a real being. It's not just a clump of cells. How do you know that? Answer. Um, the Bible says in Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works with God hath before ordained that we should walk in him. Now listen to this, right? God knows us before we are conceived. Before we are formed in the womb, God knows us. 
And God prepares works for us in Christ that pre-exist our conception and birth because we are his workmanship created in Christ first before we are conceived and born into this world. Our spirit man pre-exists with God, you know, and, and, and so we see the pattern in Genesis 2, 7, which says, and the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. Now, if a person refuses a biblical worldview, then okay, it's harder to, you know, make the case, but it's not really that hard to make the case that there is life in that clump of cells as they begin to divide following conception. Um, but, but if you have a biblical worldview, I will just say this plainly, it's impossible to conclude that a uh, conception event and following is not life. As a matter of fact, at conception, there is a spark of light which has been observed by scientists. In fact, the flashes of light that are observed at conception can be used by scientists, and this is publicly available knowledge to determine the viability of an egg during in vitro fertilization or IVF, right? They're actually looking when they're doing their science in the laboratory trying to do IVF, whether or not there's going to be viability based on how much light is coming off of that conception event. Now, they explain this as zinc sparks, but from a spiritual perspective, this is when the spirit meets the flesh and the soul comes about. In other words, when we read Genesis 2-7, we see that the spirit pre-exists with God, comes from God. It is the neshama, which is translated breath of life. So the breath that comes from God, which is the spirit of man, comes and meets that egg at the point of conception and man becomes a living being or in the flesh or soul. So life begins at conception where body, soul, and spirit are all now in existence at that moment. And, um, you know, as we've done work with people, I, 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 I'm going to tell you, uh, we are able to recover memories from the person's human spirit that predate the birth events that actually are recovered from every month of development in the womb even into the conception event and behind the conception event. As a matter of fact, through memory work, uh, particularly with the human spirit, because the soul will not often have these uh, conception and preconception memories that is with the spirit, but it is with the spirit. It, it is with life. You know, we are created a three-part man, spirit, soul, and body. And while the soul has many memories and those memories begin at a certain age when the brain begins to have memory, uh, the, the, the spirit has memories that go all the way back. And, and we mapped this. We have mapped this and have even found that, you know, just like it says in Jeremiah 1.5, people's spirits are going before the father to receive their assignment in the earth before being sent as the breath of God and then converging with the conception event, uh, sperm and egg. And, and, and we've even gotten all kinds of data as to what happens in between because you know it, it actually for many people that do this level of work um, feels like 
stepping away from the presence of the father, uh, going somewhere else. And then, and, and then uh, basically a wormhole opening up in the spirit going through what it's experienced like a wormhole that takes it from the realm of God's kingdom and into the earth to be present for the conception of that. There, there are even people that have been attacked by the kingdom of darkness in their spirit as they were coming in. And we've had to work this out. This is the level of work we do with people all the time to get folks set free. We, we get people set free from attacks and confusion and things that go on at every level and every point of development. It's, it, it's remarkable. But, but I can tell you from my perspective and the work that we've done with folks, uh, life absolutely begins at conception. So what that means is any abortive procedure done at any time is infant sacrifice. So the next step is to talk about why the kingdom of darkness wants infant sacrifice. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I work with many people, many folks that have been into deep witchcraft and into deep occult and, or, you know, because we work with so many survivors and, and, and programmed mind controlled individuals and bride ministries, we work with folks who, you know, may have Christian alternate personalities that present at the surface and many deep occultists, warlocks and witch alternate personalities that aren't always at the surface. And, you know, oh, <laughs> this, 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 this is the conversation we're having. So, so when, when I am working with people, I'm getting all kinds of data and facts from the occult world. I mean, I get their secrets every day. And what we've learned is that, look, children are a preferred sacrifice in the kingdom of darkness because of their level of innocence. You know, uh, children are different than adults. You know, if someone wants to torture me as an adult, I can make a decision that I am not going to give that abuser what they want. I can say, you know what? You're going to get nothing from me. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to shout. I'm not going to give you the benefit of knowing that I'm going to just turn that off. I'm going to, you know, intentionally dissociate as much as I can, you know, uh, you know, and of course, some of us can dissociate more than others, right? But we, we, we can make decisions as to how we are going to respond to a, a abuse and torture. Infants cannot um, because children have a certain oneness with their emotions. It's, it's part of development. Uh, before a certain age, children really have a hard time differentiating themselves from their emotions. If they're afraid, they're not having an a, 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 a fear moment, uh, they are fear because that's their perception of reality. There, there's a oneness with emotion. And so the torture and sacrifice of an infant produces a lot of energy and power. You know, uh, for, for, for those of you that may be not, not, not so well-versed in how the occult powers themselves up, you know, when humans emote, there, there, there is literally energy that does come off of the body. Uh, you know, the Bible would call this, um, I, I, I believe, dynamis or virtue. Uh, but there, you know, we could just say energy because that, that's an English word that we understand. There, there is stuff that comes off the body. And, and, and we know this. Like, have you ever been in the presence of someone that's really, really mad at you? Like, you can feel them mad at you they don't even have to say anything you just look at their face and you like whoa 
you know what's going on with you like what what is that that you're feeling well yeah that's literally energy that's leaving the body based on the emoting that's happening so what what happens is that when humans emote lots of negative emotions or emote negative emotions heavily the demonic realm feeds on that emotion it feeds uh, 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 when there's pain and trauma associated with negative emotions there's able there's a feeding that happens it's literally like food for the demons this is why when there's a lot of demons running around a house there's always a lot of strife always a lot of arguing always a lot of yelling oh because why Th those those demonic forces that are destroying that family have to feed and if the family is at peace and in uh, 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 you know, love relationships, phileo, uh, brotherly loving at each other and demonstrating Christ-like attitudes and all of that stuff. They're starving. There's nothing for the demonic entities to eat. So, so what they do is they provoke people. They throw fiery arrows and they do all kinds of stuff, right? They, they get people worked up and they get their emotions worked up and then they feed. So, the enemy is always working to keep people in cycles of depression, rage, hatred, and fear, right? They, they, cause, cause that's feasting time. <laughs> you are on the menu. And when an infant is tortured, there's a purity in their suffering. So they can't choose to not emote. They can't make a decision to not give their abusers what they're looking for. You know, I mean, and, and so what happens is it, it's just pure sacrificial energy going into the spirit world that's got great deal of innocence on it. And it's a feeding frenzy. It's a feeding frenzy for the demonic. So, you know, I, I guarantee you, you go around any kind of Planned Parenthood or abortion service area, there's going to be a whole lot of demons in that atmosphere because they get to feed all the time. It's like a, a, a counterfeit wellspring um, of death. And so, so understand when children are aborted, what happens, right? Well, many times they put a vacuum in the womb and in the process, they tear the child apart limb from limb, you know, fingers coming off, uh, arms tearing at the joints, uh, legs, just the whole leg just detaches from the body. You know, they have a nervous system. They, the, the, the infants can feel themselves being ripped apart. I mean, you know, would, would you, you know, they call that torture. I mean, if they put someone on a rack and stretch their body, like they did used to do in the middle ages, you know, until the bones break and they separate, like that's torture. When Jesus hung on the cross, you know, and all of his bones were brought out of joint, that, that was torture, right? So you put a vacuum in the womb and we call that a medical procedure. Well, no, uh, the, the, the child is being torn to shreds. It, it's a torture chamber. So now the womb becomes a torture chamber as the leg is ripped off, the arm, the blood, right? Systematic murder of an innocent child is happening. And guess what happens? In the spirit, the womb becomes defiled with the blood of the unborn. And now the blood of the unborn is crying out for justice from the very womb of their own mother. So guess what happens when you put other children in that same place? Well, they are now finding themselves on defiled land. <laughs> and, and, and so there are lots of open doors there. Well, what does this lead to? Again, 
when we are getting people delivered from abortions in the past, we find that they are uh, also now beginning to overcome former difficulties in conceiving children and former difficulties in carrying children to full term because their, their, their womb is no longer classified in the spirit realm as a torture chamber, as a, uh, a defiled land. Um, that, 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 that we are able to clear that space of the blood that's crying out for justice because of the applied redemption of Jesus Christ. You know, why am I having this conversation this week? Because I believe there are many people that are going to get delivered from the, the results and the affliction they have been operating under because of their past abortions. If you've had an abortion, I am not here to shame you and to condemn you and to make you feel like scum of the earth. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to help you understand that abortion is wrong and God has a plan for you. You know, uh, the womb, when there is an abortion that's happened there, becomes a gate of death. And the act of abortion opens up the womb to the kingdom of darkness through binding agreements with the spirits of death and murder, which includes Molech in many cases, right? So why do people that have been abortions often need to be delivered from Molech? Because there's a legal transaction that's occurring in the womb, whether you were told this was an infant sacrifice and murder or not. You see, it doesn't matter what you believe because the spirit realm doesn't care whether or not a person was deceived when doors are open and covenants are made in the spirit they stand the, the, the devil's not going to give you a day off after you cut a deal and so you know you had an abortion maybe you were deceived into that but you cut a deal and now the kingdom of darkness has access which jesus wants to shut down now this isn't the end of the problem with abortion because, you know, uh, aborted fetal tissue is traded. And, 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 and this is very, very important to understand because this, this is probably the, the most massive part of the conversation. You know, people, I, I wish I could tell everyone that's listening to this podcast, you know, yeah, you had an abortion, but, but Jesus came and collected 100% of the humanity of your child and took it to heaven. You know, it's just not true. Uh, now, Jesus may have come and collected pieces of the child's soul as it was fragmenting, the spirit, um, taking that to heaven. And you may have even had a, uh, uh, an encounter with Jesus where he was showing you, yeah, I was there for that event. I, I, you know, I care about your child and you're going to meet your child in heaven. But there are soul fragments of your child uh, that was aborted that actually breaks off of the core soul during the trauma of a of an abortion and will follow the dna the blood and the bone marrow that's being traded out right and 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 this is only discern when when you get into the spirit world and you see how the devil's doing what he's doing it's it, it, it's really horrible. And so uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about this and kind of break it down here so you understand. Now, first of all, once aborted fetal tissue is collected, they are likely, that, 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 that sample is likely to be trafficked to laboratories and corporations. And, and if you go to, watch this, oversight.house.gov, you will learn 
that Planned Parenthood receives reasonable reimbursement for its tissue donation services as expressly permitted by law. Now, you may go to this website and say, oh, well, this is actually a hit piece on people that were saying that Planned Parenthood was selling uh, aborted fetal tissue for profit. But, you know, um, I'm telling you, yeah, they're not necessarily selling it for a massive profit, but they are getting a reasonable reimbursement for tissue donation services. What, what does that mean? That means that they donate the blood and the DNA and the bones and whatever else is coming out of that womb that's been vacuumed to corporations and laboratories. They will get some reimbursement for the refrigeration, the preservation, whatever it takes to preserve those samples so that they can be turned over and viable when they arrive at those laboratories. But but this is it. This is the uh, uh, a gate of the aborted fetal tissue trade. There is no question that laboratories and corporations are getting their hands on a lot of this aborted fetal tissue. And so what does that mean? That means that they're taking this into laboratories and they're using it to create cell lines. And what are they doing with those cell lines? They're doing research. These cell lines are incorporated sometimes into products directly and sometimes into research that allows them to produce products. Um, sometimes it's proprietary ingredients. So this is very concerning, or at least it should be. You know, cell lines that have been derived from aborted fetal tissue are actually named in public documents. You can look this up, Wallvax 2. This, this is an, uh, a cell line, Wallvax 2, that was created from aborted fetal tissue that is actually used in skin products. Um, there is a cell line called HEK293, which again, this is all public. Now anyone can look this up. It's used to test food flavor additives. So they're using cell lines from aborted fetal tissue to test what additives they're gonna put in your GMOs to make you want to eat it more. Someone's child died for that. You know, fetal cell lines are also used to grow viruses that are used in certain vaccines, which is how we end up connecting the Planned Parenthood aborted fetal tissue trade and vaccine agendas. For this reason, this is, this, this is a big problem. There is a reason why abortion is still endorsed. It, 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 is, it is actually essential for large areas of the food and drug industry, which is, in my opinion, sick. Uh, our, our food and drug industry actually hinges large elements of its R&D on a, a, a massive injustice. There's a lot of money being made because of these cell lines that are derived from aborted fetal tissue. And, 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 and do the mothers 
see any of this share and profit? No, <laughs> because they're being lied to. And so they're putting their children up on the altar of sacrifice. Evil corporations are making boku bucks and the land is being filled with iniquity and wombs are being defiled. It, it, I mean, it's a great deal if you're in the kingdom of darkness. It's like a, you know, you talk about a twofer or a threefer. I mean, they're hitting, they're, they're hitting the lottery on so many points of this abortion agenda. But, but guess what? This means that a mother consenting to abortion not only consents to the murder of her child, but the subsequent trade on her child's DNA, blood, bone marrow, tissue, and cell lines. And like I told you, following these components of the DNA will be the soul fragments of the child. Soul fragments. So, so when you go through an abortion, there are fragments of your child's soul that are going right into the Babylonian soul trade. They are going to continue for an unknown amount of time in regions of captivity associated with laboratories, research facilities, and evil corporations. So abortion is synonymous with selling one's children into the Babylonian soul trade. Now, in Revelation 18, verse 13, and this is the thing, you know, it, a lot of people, and they never in a million years want to believe this, right? And, and, and that's okay. You know, I, I mean, I get up here, I say all kinds of stuff. I, I, I am over it as far as, you know, well, Daniel, you might want to think about saying that or this because you might deplatform yourself. I have deplatformed myself so many times, guys, and counting. And, and I'm just more concerned with people knowing the, the truth than in a personal platform. Like I, I am your advocate, friends. I'm here to see the body Christ set free, even if that means that I have to say uncomfortable things. But the Bible says in Revelation 18, verse 13, Babylon trades in cinnamon and incense, fragrant oil and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots and bodies and souls of men. You know, Babylon actually trades in souls. And the, 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 the way that they do that is they get soul fragments. They get birthrights. They get spiritual inheritance. They trade all this stuff. And they also trade bodies. I mean, yeah, there are physical slaves, slaves that do labor, sex slaves, but it doesn't stop with the physical. There is a massive trade on things in the spiritual. And this involves the soul fragments. And so when you have an abortion procedure, which is extraordinarily traumatic, you, you, you have the soul of that child shattering. My own mother is consenting to my death and I'm being torn apart limb from limb in this womb. Now I'm dead. And all of this tissue now, it has soul fragments attached to that DNA that's being traded to a laboratory that's going to do research on it. All right. So, so I have good news for you. If you, you know, if you're like, oh my gosh, this is way worse than I ever thought. And I've had an abortion. What do I do? Yeah. And that sounds like me. I've been depressed. Uh, I've been in shame. Uh, I've been inclined to sleep around. I've had low self-esteem. And, and you know what? I've had trouble conceiving ever since my abortion. Or I've had pain in my female organs and lower back parts. Gosh, this is hitting home. You know what? 
In this podcast, I am going to pray our abortion prayer over you. And, and what is our abortion prayer? It is a, a, a template to resolve all of the complex legalities that hold a person in bondage after they have been through a divorce so that the power and the finished work of Jesus Christ brings the full manifestation and expression of the freedom he wants you to have. See, there's forgiveness in Christ. There's healing in Christ. There's freedom in Christ. Jesus doesn't hate you because he has an abortion. Yeah, he hates what you did. Yeah, he hates the system and that it's so broken. Yeah, he hates human sacrifice, but he loves you and he loves your womb and he wants to heal it. And so, you know, in order to get people delivered, the first step is convincing people that what they did was wrong, which is kind of how we've started this podcast. And, you know, frankly stated, abortion is wrong. And it has loaded up the women in this nation with curses. And not just this nation, right? This has happened in many nations. For a long time in the Soviet Union, uh, they, they had abortion as a prescribed method of birth control. So the women there were loaded up with curses as well. I mean, this has happened in many places. And, and you know, wherever the devil's getting a real big foothold, he's going to absolutely push abortion as a uh, agenda. Um, he's going to force it into law. But, you know, if this nation is ever to get well, we have to stop tolerating abortion. The second step is to provide a framework to help people get fully delivered, which is what I do all the time. I, I, I mean, I've written and released two prayer books full of ways to get people connected to the finished work of Jesus Christ so they can walk in the full expression of what he died to give them. But you know, now we have a third book coming out called Extreme Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth. I have good news for you. The prayer that I'm gonna speak over you today is gonna to be found in that book, Extreme Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth, along with a whole bunch of other new ones that no one's heard before. Uh, really powerful resources. But we also have the abortion prayer available on our website at bridemovement.com and our app, which can be downloaded from Google Play or uh, the iTunes or for absolutely free. Well, why do I give a shameless plug for this absolutely free resource? Because I want you to have it. There are many other prayers that may help you as well. Now, this is what the Bible says in Isaiah 43, 25. It says, I, even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. You know, the Bible uh, portrays a God who is very interested in forgiveness God wants to forgive you, not just because he wants to see you healed. God forgives us for his own sake. He blots out our transgressions, you know, and, and the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, I even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. You know, um, so we know that God wants to forgive us. And, 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 and here's the thing. I have sat down with a lot of people right? Because I want to qualify the need for the prayer template I'm about to speak over you. I've sat down with a lot of people that have confessed their abortions. They'd actually say, you know what? I realize it's wrong and I repent for doing that, God. Forgive me. And they have received forgiveness, but yet they still have shame. They still have pain in their female organs and their lower back. They still have uh, depression and anxiety. They still have all this stuff going on, even though they've asked for forgiveness. Why does that happen? Well, the answer is because this does not absolve the kingdom of darkness of all of the legal access they gained relative to that person's life on the basis of their actions and exposure. So yeah, you receive forgiveness, but the legal grounds for the devil's persecution 
of your life is not yet resolved. And so uh, furthermore, receiving forgiveness from God for you know, having an abortion does not call for the redemption of the child's DNA and corresponding soul fragments that have been sold out to the machine of big pharma and the food and drug industry. You know, one of the things that I'm very concerned about is the, 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 the DNA and the soul fragments of the children that have been aborted. Like, I know, like, you know, I don't care if you believe me. God believes me. God's the one who told me. He has put me out on a mission to see to it that soul fragments are being delivered from every kind of region of captivity. And you know what? Uh, big farmer and corporations that trade on this infant sacrifice uh, are, are a big part of why soul fragments are held in captivity in the spirit world. These soul fragments belong to aborted children. And Jesus loves them and wants them set free. So guess what he's going to do? He's going to use your moment of freedom to set them free. And, that, and that's why we're engineering that into the prayer. I'm going to pray over you. We're, we're, we're going to set these. You, 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 the, the DNA of your children is going to be liberated as we go through this. You know, um, I, 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 I can't even get into the things done with fetal tissue that are completely inaccessible to public records and can't be proven because I can't like point you anywhere, but I can tell you that by the spirit uh, and, and what the Holy Spirit has revealed during session work, we know that diabolical things are being done in deep underground military braces and in Illuminati laboratories on and off planet. And they are using aborted fetal tissue. So having said all of this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you. I am going to pray our freedom from abortion prayer resource. And I'm going to tell you before I get started, because that's the whole point of this podcast. The whole point of this podcast is to get you free. You know, as I begin this warning, uh, don't engage in this prayer with me. If you're driving, operating heavy machinery, or in a situation where it would be inappropriate to manifest, weep, or react outwardly in some fashion. Some of you may not. Some of you may just feel this clean sweep of God's presence, and it's going to be like, whoa, I have just been flushed by the power of Jesus Christ. But some of you, I mean, you may weep. You, you may manifest and react outwardly. Um, so if, if you are, you know, buying groceries or driving your car, you know, you may want to, uh, just wait until you are in a better place before going through the rest of the prayer. You know, um, this is not a wet noodle prayer. And, uh, and, and I believe that thousands of people that hear this podcast are going to be delivered on the spot. You know, um, <laughs> how good is it to know that there are prayers that require a warning label? Come on. God is good, guys. Let's, let's pray for you. If you have had an abortion and you are ready to have an encounter with the power of God to bring redemption, healing, and deliverance, uh, I need you to agree with me as I go through this prayer. And you know what? As I pray this prayer, I, I'm going to do the same thing we do at our deliverance portal where we have many other prayers listed. Um, at the end of every point, I'm going to pause and I'm going to ask, do you agree? And listener, if you have had an abortion and you are here to receive from Jesus, all you need to do is say, I agree. When I say, do you agree? And in that way, you are participating 
actively in the prayer and you're going to be able to receive the full fruit of it. That said, let's pray. You know, Father in heaven, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and confess that we have engaged in abortion. We admit that this is murder in your eyes and that we have not only deeply wounded your heart in the process, but have also cooperated in the agenda of the enemy to destroy this generation. We acknowledge that by committing abortion, we have provided evil corporations with access to our unborn children's DNA, RNA, cells, and bone marrow which can now be used to advance evil agendas in the earth, the development of ungodly vaccines, and that we have helped to power up evil agendas over our nation that rely on infant sacrifice and the blood of the innocent in order to continue to destroy the earth and those that inhabit it. For these reasons, we repent. We renounce our abortions. We choose to receive your forgiveness and we furthermore choose to forgive ourselves. Do you agree? So we renounce our tethering to overlaying and interfacing with an all existence as death, murder, ritual sacrifice, mutilation, shame, Moloch, all evil entities that oversee and feed on infant sacrifice, all evil entities that oversee and feed on the blood of the innocent, the abortion clinics, all instruments used in the execution of our abortions, any ancestral spirits involved in the abortions, and the doctor or facilitator that conducted the actual abortions to be henceforth referred to as the group. We also renounce all interface points with our genetics, Cells of every type, DNA strands, bone marrow, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, anchors, and markers. We address all the powers of darkness associated with the group, including all related oversouls and quantum technologies, and serve them a bill of divorce. We pull up the hidden documents detailing every covenant, contract, agreement, certificate, oath, and vow entangling us, and include all related books of wisdom, books of knowledge, books of philosophy, books of time travel, Freemasonic books, programming books, computational books and all other evil sacred books and command that they be stamped with the blood of Jesus. We call for them to be nailed to the cross of Jesus Christ and burned with holy consuming fire. Do you agree? So in the name of Jesus, we pray that your heavenly host would be put on assignment to discover and apprehend every part, energy center, or gate belonging to us that is loyal to, affiliated with, or in bondage to the group. We pray that those parts would be escorted before the throne of the Father in heaven to be purged and completely healed and delivered. Do you agree? So we now identify all territory in us occupied by the group, including territory in our genetic code, anchors, markers, cells of every type, bone marrow, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, DNA strands, and blood. We furthermore include all territory in our physical bodies, respiratory systems, digestive systems, cardiovascular systems, renal systems, endocrine systems, nervous systems, musculoskeletal systems, exocrine systems, glymphatic systems, lymphatic systems, immune 
systems and our sexual and reproductive systems, all portions of our brains, prefrontal cortex, frontal lobe, temporal lobe, parietal lobe, occipital lobe, brainstem, corpus callosum, HPA axis, soul, spirit, implants, heart decisions, worship, business, ministry, destiny, stars, offices, temples, subatomic particles, and relationships. We deed this territory over to the kingdom of God and invite you, Lord Jesus, to take the throne and to rule over this territory with your rod of iron. Do you agree? So in the name of Jesus, we pray that we now bind all gatekeepers and discover each and every portal access point associated with the group and their interface points with our genetics markers, cells of every type, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, bone marrow, DNA strands, strongholds, and blood, and all sentient intelligences along with their agendas, connected realms, timelines, and all associated counterfeit inheritance. Do you agree? So we place the blood of Jesus upon every portal access point in all timelines, every realm, age, and dimension, past, present, and future to infinity and from the beginning across eternity, including all alternate earths. And we seal them with the Holy Spirit. We declare that they are put to sleep and permanently deactivated from this point in time and out of time, forward and backward and in every direction, inside, out, upside down, back and forth, reverse, inverted, and vortex. Do you agree? So we take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and cut ourselves free from all ungodly tethers to interfaces and overlays with an existence as the group. We liberate our genetics markers, cells of every type, bone marrow, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, DNA strands, and blood. We sever all sentient intelligences along with their agendas, related realms, timelines, and counterfeit inheritance in Jesus' name. Do you agree? So we now return every form of counterfeit inheritance associated with the group inclusive of promised wealth, reward, position, status, calling, ability, power, roots, pride, genetic code, anything lying dormant, ungodly structures, ungodly grass, counterfeit citizenship, ungodly citizenship, and all associated rites of passage and any other form of counterfeit inheritance in Jesus' name. We refuse it and sever ourselves from it. And from this point in time and out of time, forward and backward and in every direction, inside, out, upside down, back and forth, reversed, inverted, and vortex, we speak that we receive our inheritance in Jesus Christ. We also declare your word in Proverbs 13, 22, which says that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. And we receive the wealth, freedom, giftings, and abilities held hostage by the group as recipients of wealth transfer in Jesus' name. Furthermore, our physical children and children's children are an inheritance in Jesus Christ. We receive them in their redemption in Jesus Christ and renounce all of their debts to the group. We absolve our unborn children of bondage to the group and demand the rescue and recovery of all of their collected DNA, RNA, cells, blood, and bone marrow, and the removal of their soul and or spirit fragments from all realms and trade routes and all time, space, dimension, and reality into light and its inverse. We decree that all of these elements of our unborn children are delivered to the Father in heaven for restoration and healing. We renounce all spirit children and ungodly offspring related to the group and undo all quantum entanglements involved in their creation. We command their judgment and the purging of the spaces and realms they occupy or interface with by judgment through living water mingled with all consuming fire. Do you agree? 
So we renounce all ungodly paternal and maternal claims, sponsorships and affiliations, apprenticeships, royal appointments, marriage ceremonies, offices and council appointments associated with the group. We pray for an annulling of all associated dedications, ceremonies and celebrations. In doing so, we now declare reversal upon every ungodly pronouncement and judgment passed against us, our households, offspring, finances, marriages, destinies, mandates, stars, godly scrolls, and every other implicated component of our lives, Archie and Metra, do you agree? So we now receive a blood transfusion, a new breath of life from Jesus Christ. In the process, we declare that all of the group's ungodly circuitry, nanotech, back doors, front doors, side doors, trap doors, inner doors, outer doors, ancient of days doors, infinite doors, hidden doors, cords, insects, vampiric structures, reset devices, energy draining devices, implants, wires, cables, chips, computers, chains, programs, backup programs, power sources, backup power sources, anomalous magnetic fields, gravitational manipulations, quantum regenerators, receptors, stardust, parallel timelines, counterfeit timelines, time warps, black holes, boxes, tesseracts, counterfeit galaxies, counterfeit constellations, counterfeit solar systems, counterfeit cosmoses, counterfeit universes, counterfeit heavens, robots, embryos, fetuses, holograms, spiral staircases, amulets, clones, data packets, ungodly graphs, and eggs are destroyed, and that all of their residue is purged with living water. We call back all of our DNA that was sold, traded, given away, or exchanged, and housed in clones, machines, technologies, entities, banks, and anything else illegitimately possessing it and call for it to be cleansed and healed with living water. Do you agree? So we now take authority over every evil spirit on the inside of us and around us that has been operating due to the group and their interface points with our associated genetic code, anchors, markers, cells of every type, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, DNA strands, bone marrow assignments, and blood. We declare that you are discovered, apprehended, bound, pierced through, and thrust out of us for judgment. We also discover every part that is a composite of genetic components of us and others associated with the group and held together by a cord that binds. We declare that the cords are cut, that cords in cords are cut, and that all threefold cords are cut, and that each part is separated into its components. All ungodly components and components that are not of us are now bound, and we declare that all of them are now being sent to where the true Lord Jesus Christ sends them. Do you agree? So we pray that every spiritual object, tattoo, device, label, jewel, amulet, necklace, earring, rock, crown, ring, bracelet, charm, garment, scepter, marker, power, source, tracking, device, system, grid, branding, satanic scroll, new world order scroll, super soldier scroll, Illuminati scroll, and all matrixes associated with any and all evil sacred orders placed in or around every part of us to anchor us to the group would be consumed in the holy fire of Jesus Christ and totally dissolved. Do you agree? So we call for every algorithm or formula created from our DNA and genetic material or that of our unborn children that is projected throughout the group to be shut down in every age, round dimension and timeline, past, present and future to infinity, including all alternate earths. We command the immediate apprehension of all hybrids and every cosmic artificial intelligence and technology behind those projections and call for viruses encoded with heavenly algorithms to be uploaded into them and their computers in order to destroy them in judgment. Do you agree? So we identify every intergalactic and interplanetary data bank and computer that contains within its records or mainframe data equations, parts, algorithms, and information of any manner extracted from our humanity or the humanity of our unborn children. 
We declare that angels are sent forth to liberate every part of us held captive in these data banks. We pray that all of the records and information in them related to us would be forcefully erased and permanently deleted. We now call for the lightning of God to destroy every ungodly altar, both sacrificial and honorary, as well as effigies contained within the group representing us or our unborn children or bearing our names, images, or likenesses, or in us representing the group and bearing their names, images, or likenesses. We also call for the annulling and removal of every curse and an ungodly insertion placed on the times and seasons of our lives in synchronicity with the group. We speak and receive synchronization with what has been written about us in the books of the Most High God. Do you agree? So lastly, we call for the purging and healing of wombs by living water flowing from the throne of God. We renounce all death portals that have been opened into our wombs and call them shut and sealed forever. We declare that wombs are transformed into pocket realms that connect directly to heaven. And then any future children that occupy the wombs of those that have agreed with this prayer will occupy territory claimed by the kingdom of God. We absolve bodies of the consequences of sin related to abortions and speak healing into sexual systems, the heart, female parts, the lower back, kidneys, adrenals, and all of their systems in the body affected by abortions. We are made new creations in Christ Jesus. And so I render this work established in all infinities of infinities and beyond, eternities of eternities and beyond, and time wheels that exist once existed and could or could not exist and everything in between on all sides of creation and in all multiverses. Amen. Now, um, the prayers of doozy. Uh, some of you that heard this may need a little bit of time to um, recover from what the Lord's doing. Don't be concerned if that's the case. Uh, sometimes things are processing through for a bit. I do have good news. If you enjoyed getting prayed for in this manner and you want more prayer for other areas of your life, you can go to deliverance.bridemovement.com because thanks to the supporters of this platform, we have made a whole host of high power deliverance resources available to the world for free. And not only will you find prayers that I am speaking over you just like this, but you will find all of the language and you will find assessments that you can use to map your issues, problems, and circumstances to the prayer resources that will connect you to the healing and delivering power of Jesus Christ. Deliverance.bridemovement.com. And so that's it for today's podcast, guys. I'm going to leave you with that. Jesus loves you. You're valuable. It doesn't matter to God what you've done because he's able to love you anyway due to who he is and what he's done. And so we don't have to be bound by shame and guilt and condemnation. We can be free in Christ to walk in newness of life. Even, you know, when we've done some dark stuff. This is a place of healing. This is a place of redemption. This is a place of acceptance. The Bible says 
we have been accepted in the beloved. So I want to encourage you and those of you that have received from this podcast some, some breakthrough. And um, check us out at bridemovement.com. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. This podcast is a production of Bride Ministries International. Visit our website at brideministriesinternational.com to enjoy the Bride Ministries Church, the Bride Ministries Institute, free resources, and to support us financially.